At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home, the place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter on Revolver. Hi guys, and welcome to episode 77 of Hashtag No Filter. Today's episode is actually with a repeat guest. Her name is Hitha Palapu. If you aren't familiar with Hitha, although I'm sure most of you are, she was on episode 48 of Hashtag No Filter, so you can go back and listen, and I've linked it in the description. Uh, We recorded late last summer, so I'm so excited to have her back. She's so interesting. She's so insightful. She's so smart. And uh, we just, we talk a lot about really how how she's doing during the corona craziness. How So she's living right now with her parents and her husband and her two kids and just how it's been for her, what she's doing to try to stay sane, you know, words of wisdom and, and thoughts for, you know, uh, high school seniors who are going off to college for people that are alone right now, living alone and, you know, quarantined alone. And we just kind of, and she's just so smart. She works in the pharmaceutical world. She, it, she and her father own Roe Pharmaceuticals. And so she's just very insightful on a lot of these topics. And she talked about, you know, gave information on vaccines and how that whole process works. And just, it was a really interesting, informative episode, but also really sweet and helpful. And just, um, I thought it was really enjoyable to record and really enjoyable to listen to. So I think he will agree. So without further ado, here is Hitha Palapu on episode 77 of Hashtag No Filter. Welcome, Hitha. How are you? Thank you. I'm hanging in there. Uh, so Hitha's already been on the podcast, as most of you likely know. So, but first, before we get into anything, how are you doing? We were just talking about this before we started recording. How are you doing? I'm okay. I have like my, my yeah. good moments and I have my ah mm-hmm. moments and I have those in-between moments that I think I'm in an in-between right. moment. Currently, like right now? Currently at this moment at this so okay so paint the picture for everyone I'm not having you start with your background and everything because that was on the first episode so I'll be linking that so everyone knows all about Hitha but paint the picture of where you are right now where are you quarantined when you left the city like the whole like what your story's been the last month yeah we've been here for almost a month I want to say yeah um we came kind of at the very early onset of COVID and mm-hmm. um, we're in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. So it's my parents, my husband and me, my two kids, um, and it's a lot. <laughs> so you left. So you left the city before, like the everything came into where yeah. before it really got bad. Yeah, just got because it. we were. My parents are older. They mm-hmm. also, like, I just wanted to all of us 
be together. I didn't feel comfortable them quarantining um, in Pennsylvania by themselves and having to still go to the grocery store and whatnot. So we had planned that, you know, the six of us with what was coming down the pike, we would be together. But then when it became clear that New York just wasn't um, where they felt comfortable, if something were to go wrong or they had a small health thing that, you know, for older people could turn into big health things, they felt far more comfortable being able to go to their family physician in Bucks County and to just be here. So we all packed up and came (laughs) down here and yeah. Uh, And you've been there now for almost a month. So Uh how has, so what is like a day and I'm sure it's quite different every day, or maybe you're trying to get in a routine. What does a day look like for you right now? Uh, Like a weekday look like for you right now? Um, Chaotic. So that usually starts with Ro coming into our room and waking me up and yep. and I'll tell it into why I can't wake up early anymore right now in this space in a little bit. When that happens, mm-hmm. then Rocky is usually waking up as well. So I like go get Ro, tell Ro to go get dressed and try to brush his teeth while I get Rocky out of the crib, changed and ready. I kind of do a final brush of Ro, Ro's teeth before yeah. I um, get down. And then I put them on the floor of my room and I'm like, Ro, make sure your brother doesn't touch anything while I quickly brush my teeth. And like throw in my contacts and splash some water in my face. And I've been now been diligent about putting SPF first thing in the morning because apparently the blue light from your computer and your devices can cause just as much damage to your skin as like the sun. That's insane. So I actually so you posted that on your five smart reads this I morning, right? I did. I did. So I didn't have a chance to read it yet. So I, I'm actually excited you brought that up. So are you being like that's a that's true? Like yeah. You, Wow. So I've just been very diligent now. Like I ordered our sunscreen, like from Supergoop, and I like throw that Mm -hmm. on first thing. And then we all go downstairs. Um, I usually hand the baby off to like my dad or my husband. And um, hopefully one of them has also made me a cup of coffee by then. So I just sort of grab it. Right. Chug it. And then I get row fed. I should be feeding myself breakfast at this time. I don't. And then. Right. Of course. um, Once. Rocky's been fed, Rose's been fed, I've been caffeinated. I get the kids' um, shoes on, coats on, and we go for a walk just because that okay. fresh air first thing, like, we need it. Otherwise, we will yes. lose our minds. Yes. Um, by the time we get back, my mom is awake, and I kind of hand the baby off to her for a little bit. And I get – she usually puts Rocky down for his nap around then as well after um, – as long as he's eating breakfast. Otherwise – He'll eat breakfast after the nap. Then Got I it. focus on Ro. He has like with his preschool class, their morning meeting, and it's about 15 minutes mm-hmm. on Google Hangouts. Then we do like his homeschooling or curriculum, and it looks different every single day. Yeah. But like we have some kind of reading, some kind of writing, and some kind of math. And I really should like get a printer here so I can print off things oh, versus I am right. like literally scribbling them in a notebook in, in crayon. Oh. But um, I try to get him focused to do some of those. He has some apps that are more academic that I yep. keep like my eye out and I'm monitoring how, how, if he's actually doing the exercises or if he's doing the games um, right. on them. And oh, hello, Ro. Hi, Ro. <laughs> he just has allergies, not COVID. And it's not COVID. Hi, Ro. How are you? <laughs> he just popped up my bed very <laughs> dramatically. Um, 
So we do apps too. Homer is a mm-hmm. great one for reading. And I also love great. Khan Academy Kids. Their math app, their math ones games are especially great so i try to make sure he does those and then i um there's a lot of magnet tile playing there's a lot of book reading we are on book four of the dragon masters series so if you have elementary age kids like they're actually really fun books i'm enjoying reading them and so a lot of our reading and writing is like based from the books so Mm -hmm. that's great and then that, like that, my that's my morning. I'm fully with him. Wow. Morning is kind of homeschool time, right. and you know when Rocky's not napping, he's then on my lap or he's playing on the ground, and I have an eye on him. And right. it's it's really challenging. And it's just chaos. It's chaos. Right. It's so and then so, so ha- somebody yeah. tries to feed my kids by noon and that's when I should probably feed myself, but then I forget. I'm doing like I... accidental intermittent fasting right now. Right. Like going great. <laughs> so are you when do you work? So afternoons are when I like by 2 o'clock once both kids are fed, Rocky is kind of back down for a nap. I can kind of put Roe in the care of my husband or my parents. Honestly, right. that's the point he's getting probably the most iPad time, like unrestricted iPad time. So I have no idea yeah. what he's watching. I have no idea right. what he's doing. He doesn't have that many things on his iPad. He loves taking mm-hmm. selfies and like making little mm. videos because they show that's up adorable. on my phone because the iTunes right. account is linked. But right. <laughs> I love it. That's adorable. Like I have no idea what he's doing. So, right. That, and do you like? Are you are you kind of like I? I don't even care at that. I, like I you had, need to get work done. I had to let go of caring. I yeah. really did. Yeah, yeah. So that's when I get probably three to four hours, three hours. Let's be honest, of time, yeah. and I try to put all my calls in that time. Mm-hmm. And got it. Urgent work, like things like I'm going to need to get a response from somebody and these waking hours. And that's when that happens. Right. Got it. Then from around 4.30 to 5-ish, that's when my dad is usually like texting me like the wine glass emoji. <laughs> yeah, I love your dad. <laughs> He's a big and, wine drinker. <laughs> um, yes, it's wine. It's getting the kids fed. I basically like... I don't feed Rocky. Poor Rocky. He just kind of gets taken care of by my parents. Oh. Like, I get to play with him and take him for a walk and, like, snuggle him and put him down. But, right. like, I barely spend time with him. I'm really focused on Roe and making sure yeah. in this time, you know, he's getting the kind of stimulation and, like, time to, like, learn how to focus that he needs that right. he got to school. And the social Exactly. So, and that's something that I'm probably out of all of us the best equipped to do. Um, so okay. that's on it, it falls on me. Got it. And so yeah, we have dinner, bath, stories, bed, and that's when I usually right. hop back on and get done work. So I work see. from like eight to eleven, eight midnight. It just is what it is. Right? And then do it all again the next day. Do it all again the next day. The kids are <laughs> so- up by six thirty, seven ish. So. that's the day it's it's crazy wow so I feel like it's busier than I mean it's definitely busier than like pre-corona right in different ways because I also yeah I miss I have an incredible team 
that keeps things running in my home in New York. Mm -hmm. So I have an incredible housekeeper who takes care of our grocery shopping and laundry and cleaning. So I'm not doing that. I have my nanny who is a miracle worker and I miss her so much. Oh my God, I bet. (laughs) I bet. She cares for Rocky brilliantly so I get to just do the fun stuff with Rocky during the week right. you know and that's a true right. gift and she's a gift mm-hmm. to us that, we also have yeah. a sitter for Ro who keeps them super engaged it's actually his old teacher and she um they have a great relationship they actually FaceTime every single day oh and she oh, that's so occupies nice. them for a solid hour doing things. oh nice so I'm very grateful for that mm-hmm. but Amazing. You know, she takes incredible care of engaging him and keeping him focused and working on various things that, you know, I'm, I miss my people. Yeah, of course. Well, and so you're, so you're working, you're parenting, you're doing everything right now. It's as, as so many people are yeah. what, okay, let me first ask this question. Cause someone specifically asked, and I'm curious, even though I don't have kids. So a lot of people are like, you know, I didn't really let my kids do screen time before. And now I really don't care. Like, and someone said like, how, wh- I mean, I, I don't have the exact question in front of me, but like, basically how can I just not, can I just like do it? Does it matter? Am I going to regret this? Like, do you really say like whatever works right now? Whatever works right now. Yeah. And yeah. you'll yeah. notice, I think you kind of have to give your kid that like complete unfettered access in order mm-hmm. to figure out what boundaries work for you. So when it's morning time and quote unquote school time with Roe, he gets to only do very specific apps and the right. very specific things within the apps. And I set a timer for them. So it's short for oh. so that because I know in the afternoon I have to just let it go. So if at right. least like the morning has some structure and a schedule to it that we follow, then in the afternoon, he kind of gets that freedom. And when you give a kid a freedom after a while, they, they at least mine did self-regulate. He'll play with a little bit. Then he'll go play with his magnetiles. Then he'll play a little bit. Then he'll go color something. Then he'll play a little bit. Then he'll be like, mommy, let's go for a walk. And I'm like, yeah, I could use some fresh air. So right. So Right. So how are you like when you have, you know, you were saying at the beginning, like thing, sometimes it can be really bad. Sometimes it's better right now. I'm in the middle. When you have those moments that are kind of like, you, like you're losing your damn mind. What, what do you do to like take a breath, like meditate? Like, what do you do to kind of get out of that headspace? Um, I use a headspace app actually. Oh, that was a perfect <laughs> little, uh, <laughs> I did not even mean to do that. No, I, <laughs> so that's really it, what you'll do midday. We meditate and they also have great kids meditations. So I I let Ro mm. pick out the picture that he wants and we'll do a meditation together because frankly, both of us probably just need to breathe. Right. And then do you feel you always feel at least a little bit better after that? A little bit better. I mean, there. Uh, I will yeah. feel better when we're on the other side of this and right. we have entered a new normal, not current right. normal, but right. I feel at least like I can focus on the next thing and get Rose settled on the next thing. And we've kind of taken that breath to reset. And we actually do resets a lot when either he's out of whack or I'm out of whack. My child is my mini me. Like so many times when I see him and I fully empathize with what he is so frustrated by, because I remember being a kid and being frustrated by the exact wow. same things. 
But then on the flip side, I'm empathizing with my mother because I am like, oh, my God. I right. knew how bad it was for my mom. But that should, that's probably helpful though for you in raising Roe because you can really, you know, you get it. Like you, you when, know yeah. what he's thinking. But when I'm, when I have like the mental fortitude to be patient, it always is better. When I don't though, like I think that kind of willpower or discipline, it's a finite resource and it gets right. depleted so much faster now because yeah, in this time, I am drinking way more coffee and way more yeah. wine than I normally yep. do. I'm not eating as great as I should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is a goddamn miracle if I get to work out. Right. Like I did today and I was like, oh, my God. It probably feels amazing. I feel so great. But then again, it's like right. most days. Yeah. The walk around the block is about all I get. It- and that's okay. And, that's and it's okay. like, we're, you're doing your best and that's okay. So how, in terms of with your husband, cause you, you do, um, is it a monthly check, a weekly check-in you yeah. guys do, right? A marriage check-in and I'll link to, um, Hitha's link to it before on our Instagram, but what are you doing now? And like, are you doing date nights? Like, are, is it possible? Like, how are you and your husband doing during this? <laughs> is, that, is that funny? Cause it's like not happening. <laughs> I mean, we, okay. This is how, you know, this is the COVID reality on Saturday. I had to put in a wine, an order at the wine store in New Jersey, about a 45 minute drive away, because Uh. in Pennsylvania, the wine and liquor is controlled by the state. So you can get them in some grocery stores, but I am a snob and they don't have what I like. You need what you want. I know what I want. you remember from a very specific yes <laughs> you like the um the rosés from a certain from, from you like a certain yeah oh like like um Marival. yes exactly yeah. um yeah. I'm, I'm in that I know no I'm the same it's like the only rosé so, I like that and like whisper yeah. <laughs> yeah so yep exactly we drove to New Jersey together to have like six cases of wine put in our trunk then oh we drove to the local there's like a farm stand around here small like farm grocery store so we went and got what my mom requested and then we picked up every two weeks we've been ordering in Italian from um, the amazing Italian restaurant in Ooh. the town over and you know we've been going there since my parents moved to this town 10 years ago oh. so more than 10 years ago my god 14 wow. years ago oh wow damn so damn, that is, damn yeah. yeah damn is right so <laughs> we want to support them so we always that's our, mm-hmm. our every two-week treat so we pick up eggplant okay. farm and yoki and vodka sauce and fried vanilla. Oh, it's so good and we just finished the leftovers so i'm so sad Yum. so you kind of do have i mean i i don't know how you want but like you have alone time you've been able to have some alone time that was the first with him. alone time we had since we oh. left the city yeah Wow. It's, I mean, it's, but yeah, like, how are you? I mean, you're, at least you made that, you carved out that time, but it's not like you guys are having date night every three nights. And it's (laughs) like, like, how do you have date night in your parents' house? Right, 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 right. But it's so overall, like, okay, so you work in, you work, Roe Pharmaceuticals is your company, you and your dad's company, right? Yeah. The two of you, yeah. So you're in, you kind of, I I have some, I mean, you might not be able to answer everything, but you have, you're such a good, everyone, she's such a good resource for actual real information if you follow her and her um, five smart reads. What do you, what, okay, I have so many questions regarding this. So first, in terms of a vaccine, can you talk a little bit about that? Like, I mean, as much information as you have, when do you think a vaccine will come? How will it all work? Like, is it like the flu vaccine? It's not 
like the flu vaccine because it's a very different virus. There are a number of vaccines, uh, companies with vaccines under development. And it's all about, so a vaccine, what it is, is um, a part of the virus that's distinctive to that specific virus, but alone is innocuous. It won't harm you because it's not the full virus. It can't replicate and and, um, propagate in your body that makes your body recognize it and start building antibodies to that very specific element. So the most successful vaccine programs to date are the ones that have been targeting the spike proteins that are on Mm -hmm. the specific COVID, the specific coronavirus. So you have one program in phase one development um, just just confirms that this is safe for patients. There's a lot in preclinical development, so in animal testing right now. Um, Best case scenario, though, you're looking 18 months till we have a virus, a a vaccine that is that scaled up enough for everybody to get it. So even though right now there is one that you said is in te- that it is what, what was the f- before you talked about the animals you said it's in testing yeah and it's, it's in phase, not a, it's in clinical trials so it's in human clinical trials yeah, so it's in human testing but a lot's got to happen between now and getting that in the people because I it has see. to be tested in thousands of patients and then thousands right. of people to make sure it actually works. So this is not, ha- there's no vaccine coming at least for a year. At least. Or, at least. Okay. I'm sorry. So how do you, <laughs> I mean, so I am sorry guys, that wasn't the information we wanted. No, but ha- so how do you see this again? Of course you don't, no one really knows, but how do you see this playing out? Like with the knowledge you have and the background you have, how do you see this playing out? Like is April 30th really like we're all going to be back to normal? No, no of course no. not. No. Um, so how do you see the timeline I think in your mind? I think we also, we have to reconcile with two things. The first mm-hmm. is this pro- virus is probably going to come back in the fall. So we're going to have yeah. to be prepared to hunker down yet again like this. Uh-huh. Hopefully for not nearly as long. And I really hope this doesn't disrupt the democratic process. But the second thing right. is, is that there is no going back to how things were before. We're living very much in the pre-COVID right. COVID and post COVID world. And what that's going to look like is something I can't predict. And that's also driving my type A self crazy. I'm sure like, yeah, my brain does not know how to process this. There's no way to know. I mean, there's no way to know. I was actually asking a friend today. It'd be interesting to hear what you, your take on this restaurants. Okay. So you go to these New York city restaurants, these amazing restaurants where the tables are on top of each other. It's just a New York city thing. How is that? Is that going to still be? I have no like, idea. Right. It's it's crazy. to And like, are we going to still handshake? Like, I, it's very weird, right? I mean, I think Indians are personally loving this to get everyone on board with the namaste trend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, I'm a hugger. So like, I, I'm shit out of luck. I'm like, same. Okay. Same. Yes. I'm like, I mean, it's, I don't know what I'm going to do. It's crazy. So do you, so... Okay, so even it won't go back to how it will never go back to how it was pre-corona. But is it like the summer things? Do you think will ease up? Like, will we be able to fly on airplanes in a month? Like, and we'll be right back after this quick message. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests? 
against stay-at-home orders around the country. It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers. Back to the show. Maybe not in a month, what do you but think? hopefully in two. Mm. I just. Oh, my God. I know. I'm like, I'm sorry, you guys. This no, is, I want the. Re- I mean, I like your knowledge. I like your information. This is, <laughs> this is what I, I think. And it really. We had a chance. I'm just like an event here for a second. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had a chance to properly get ahead of this. Right when reports of this virus started coming out of China and the genome, the genome was like decoded in February itself and published on the Internet. Like and other countries had their act together, preemptively got ahead on testing, looked at their um, population and started properly procuring ventilators and converting hospitals to take care of critical care patients to prepare for this. Germany did a fantastic job of this. By the way, Germany also has private insurance as well as public insurance. So it's not just you have to be a fully socialist country. You don't have to have full government-sponsored health care in order to properly do this as a healthcare ecosystem with public-private payers. The second thing right. was, so we got behind on testing completely. Yeah. We also effed up testing big time mm-hmm. because rather than mm-hmm. use the WHO approved test that was readily available and also every hospital could run in-house, the CDC and under the Trump administration decided to launch a test that was unique to COVID but was found faulty. And then Uh, they had to only process results at CDC labs. So think about this. Seven labs to cover all 350 million Americans. It's insane. It's insane. Like, it doesn't even make sense. The travel ban from China was a ban in name only. Over 700,000 people still traveled from China to the United States. Don't quote me on that number, but it was some insane number. It wasn't really enforced. And then on top Mm -hmm. of it, you know, like, why is Governor Cuomo getting bailed out by Chinese billionaires who are right. just trying to do some good than right. our own federal government? Right. It's it's just, it's, it could have been, while the situation, I guess, would never have been good. It's a terrible thing. It, we could have gotten ahead of it. We could have gotten ahead of it. And I also, this, um, the relief bill that was passed, the $2 trillion bill, we're going to mm-hmm. need many, many more of those. I was going to say that can't, that's not going to cover everything. No, it's a first phase. That's meant to stop the bleeding. I don't even think it's going to do that. I think it's like a band aid on something that requires like stitches. It's unbelievable. It's un- so how are you like, I know, I mean, you, you put out this five smart reads newsletter, you put out five smart reads every day during the week. How are you? 
Are you managing your news intake? Like, has the news been driving you crazy and causing you anxiety? Like, how do you manage watching the news and taking in the news during this? Oh, my God. I had to, <laughs> I had to like, kind of minimize how many, mm-hmm. how much I was taking in because it's all yeah. COVID and it's all depressing yep. and it's mm-hmm. all awful, awful. And uh, yeah, yeah. once I share five smart reads and I kind of handpick the articles for the following day, I'm no longer on Twitter. I am not on my news apps. I kind of just automatically delete the newsletters that come in for the rest of the day because I can't handle it. You can't handle it. So what sources would you, because, and I probably should do what you're doing. And I did do that for a day to get off Twitter. And now I'm like, I'm on it. I go down a rabbit hole. I get anxious. Half the things I'm reading, I don't even know if they're true. So like, what are your news sources that you read every day or watch every day? And that is where you get your information. And the rest is like almost like fluff. Like you can't even, like, what are your main ones? Axios is great. I really like it. It's just really, their tagline is smart brevity and it really is. It's just short news summaries that often are linked to other publications, more Mm in-depth articles. And um, it's fantastic. I also do like this launched uh, last year. It's called the dispatch and it was created Mm. by, it's a center right news organization that frankly I don't want to throw my computer against the wall when I read one of their mm. articles or listen to one of the podcasts, unlike how I feel when Fox News or right. when America News is on, which my mother likes right. to watch for some reason. And- ah, <laughs> I see. <laughs> yes. So, okay. So, so the dispatch it's called? The dispatch. Yes. The dispatch. And then, so those are kind of like your two main ones. The two main ones. Say? And then I also really love The Lily. It's kind of a women's focused publication um, under the Washington Post. And it's oh. great. And they send two newsletters a week on Monday, on Thursday. Their journalism is fantastic. And there's always some kind of feel good moment in there that I think mm-hmm. is important to read. And then, yes. Girls Night Ends weekly newsletter yeah. is just like a little like glimpse of joy in the like breath of fresh air yeah. like I mean yeah I love that I love that or that company so much that I invested in it so right 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 it's never been so that would be a good important one. than it is now wow okay so that so you really have limited your news mm-hmm. consumption um because it you just couldn't handle it yep. like it just yeah yeah is, is that same with your husband is he how do you guys like is he on the same wavelength as you with that he is and um he's always yeah. just read the economy for the week and then called it a day Mm -hmm. and then that's fine for him Mm -hmm. uh, and that works yeah we kind of keep it very very limited right and then to what I know we were already talking about kids but going back to just like to what extent does Roe understand what's going on like does he understand there's a virus like does he get it (laughs) I did the greatest like coronavirus curriculum like in our early days really for him yeah but like he totally knows what the structure of the virus is he knows how they replicate like kind of very rudimentary um not the full biochemistry of virology and he also knows that um you know why soap is more effective than hand sanitizer because that kid would like lather up the hand sanitizer but won't wash his hands and I was like no let me teach you it's kind of like the junior version from my what we know about coronaviruses the science 
podcast episodes. Yeah. So it's been yeah, it's been fun. That's wait wait. You should put out an episode for kids, maybe. I kind like, of want to explain do it a to- video, but I. Yes. Also need to find time to do it. Right. I was going to, right. You don't have time. <laughs> right. But does, so does he get like why he's not in school right now yeah. or he does? Yeah. Okay. But like, I swear to God, he's having the time of his life. Like I, I was going to say, I mean, he's with like, his grandparents. To have my husband and I around all day. He and I have actually become super, super tight in this time. Aww. Like he just wants me all the time and which is very sweet, but also like, no, child, right. mom needs, <laughs> needs to get work done. Mom needs a minute. But that's, see, that's, that's the thing. It's like, that's the silver lining. And I know a lot of people are talking about this, but do you feel like good will come from this? I mean, a lot of bad is already coming from this, but do you feel there is, there are silver linings and we will all be stronger and like kind of get through this after this reset? In my micro, I do see the silver linings, like with my kids. Yeah and with my parents in this because mm-hmm. I just earned so much time with them that I never mm-hmm. would have thought possible. And even though it comes right. with its challenges and there are, some, they, they exist. Of course. That what a gift to have this time yeah. with my parents and what a gift that I have the privilege to right. have this time with my parents, to have a roof over our heads, to, yes. be able to go outside and get some fresh air every day in a safe manner. And yep. to have like, access to healthy food and right now like a restocked wine rack <laughs> right the important things guys come on <laughs> wine <laughs> but it's so yeah so on a micro right. for me I definitely am grateful for these moments and try to catalog those grateful moments every day on a macro right. it honestly it, it stems from the top I really wish I could yeah. say that this kind of pandemic will force us, both as the private sector, force our leaders, both in the private yeah. sector and in the public sector, to observe that these are just my opinions. Of course, anyone yep. disagree with me. Opinions are like a-holes. Everyone's got one. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I have kind of been observing the growing disconnect between the economy and Mm -hmm. the stock market and companies value are just sort of growing at these unsustainable levels when you consider how many people live paycheck to paycheck don't have access to health care and where covid is truly destroying their lives i'd like to say here is a moment for the private sector to kind of step up Slash value across the board. They don't have to do it by a big by a big figure. It could be at a smaller right. rate, and in right. doing so, get things back. I think to a more healthy financial baseline, as well right. as implement safety nets for all of their workers. It shouldn't just be for full time right. employees that benefit from having some kind of paid leave and great health insurance. Yeah. It should yeah. be people who are actually the heart and soul of those making those companies mm-hmm. work. The hourly workers, your gig economy workers, and your um, part-time workers. So they should all have right. access to some kind of affordable health insurance. They should all have access right. to some amount of paid leave. They should all have right. some be protected and have access right. to a dignified wage to allow them to right. live life with dignity versus having to ration whether they're, they're drugs, their life-saving drugs, right. or 
paying certain bills. Like this is America. We should not have that. This shouldn't be right. This shouldn't even be a question. Yeah. So I do think COVID is a huge opportunity for the public and private sector to come together and kind of reset the soul of America. But this president is not the one to do it. Right. And that's the problem. That's the problem. Right. Uh, So what, you know, uh, let's say college seniors right now, they're graduating, they're looking or were looking for jobs. Would, what, any words of wisdom for them? Like, I, 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 like, I think about all these different, you know, I haven't been in college in forever, but Mm -hmm. what, what happens? Like, what do you, what can they do now? I mean, I know people are hiring right now and someone posted, maybe you did posted places that are hiring, but what do you, what do you advise them to do? I <laughs> yeah I know like it's really like what happens what like, happens so I think really the message I would want to give would be to high school seniors who are about to enter yeah. college and yeah. to think about the next four years as like an investment in, in their long-term life and it's mm-hmm. not about necessarily just getting a degree in something you're passionate about but thinking what how much does life what right. kind of jobs are out there that are relatively recession proof and widely available that can earn me the kind of wage to pay for the right. life I want to live in the near term and yeah. work backwards from there and pick a area to study that can guarantee them job security, um, mm-hmm. secure wages and, you know, that they, as they advance in their career, you know, their earning potential is commensurate with that as well versus, you know, liberal arts are wonderful. I have a liberal arts degree. I also have a hard sciences degree and biochemistry. Mm -hmm. And I'm grateful for my biochem degree because if no matter what happens, I could always get a job at a pharmaceutical company or within banking within for life sciences. And I would be okay because of that degree. Exactly. Exactly. I see what you're saying. So really, God, I, I know I like feel so bad for these. I, I, ugh, everything. It's just so awful. Like you think of, ugh, it's just terrible. What, what do you say about, I was thinking about this. I, I mean, it, um, it like segued sort of in my mind because I was thinking like younger kids or younger adults, whatever. So there have been, um, actually, Ashley, I, I love following Ashley Spivey. Is it love Spivey her. or Spivey? I know you're friends. I love her. Spivey. And I love following her, especially during all this, because she posts such good stuff. But there was something she posted, and then I did a deeper dive. There are people like out about in Central Park and um and 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 farmers markets and not socially distancing, even in the least. What are your like what the excuse me, let me just fuck? Like what is what are your thoughts on this? And what is why are what is going through someone's mind where they think this isn't actually happening? Do you have any clue? I just think people think they're invincible. And therefore, Mm -hmm. there is this like very real, well, I feel fine. But what we're now learning about the virus is you can feel fine and still be highly contagious. Like the shedding period is often when you have no symptoms, but you are Mm -hmm. shedding and so infectious. And now this virus can travel quite a bit in the air. Like we're talking 27 to 50 yards. 
It's insane. It is a very potent virus. And even if you're outside, even if you're in the farmer's market or wherever you are, wherever you are, like I go for a walk every day, hopefully on a good day, twice a day. But I'm still cognizant that we are if someone is coming, you know, down the sidewalk from us that we cross the street and maintain proper distance that, you know, if Rose on his scooter and there's someone up ahead, I'm telling Ro to stop. And they'll let that person right. get a little bit of a head or give us time to cross so we don't right. come into contact. That we are being so vigilant. I mean, going to the grocery store is actually terrifying to me because some people yeah. like get up all in my business. And I'm like, can you please back off there to your square? Right. Square? right. Exactly. Like, exactly. And it's so. Out. And like, it's just, yeah, crazy. I'm wearing my mask. I'm wearing my gloves. I like wipe down. I have this, we have this insane like grocery wipe down ritual in the garage yeah. before we bring the groceries into the house. And then I immediately am like stripping my clothes and running upstairs in my underwear to hop in the shower again. Right. Like you can't be too safe. You can't like enough. You have like all these things are things everyone should be doing. Right. Yeah. I wish they were. Yeah. I, I, right. I wish they right. were. Uh, right, right. Well, and that's, and then so I see, and I know there was a lot. And I mean, look, I live in Florida now, and people were saying, I mean, there were freaking spring breakers here two weeks ago. It was so, oh my God, it like made my blood boil. And I know they were like, the millennials, I'm like, I'm a millennial and I'm not doing that. But like, I know what they, you know, it's yeah. the early 20s and, oh, and not all the early 20s, but some of them. But it is this like invincible mentality. Well, I don't care. It's not happening to me. But what about like your grandparents and your parents? What about right? like, humanity? Like, right. <laughs> what about other people? Like, our, like, in World War II, people went to war, and we're just being right to stay home. Right. It's like not so bad. Like, I'm, like, it's not so bad, right? It's not so bad. Right. It's not ideal. None of us want to be doing it, but. The quicker it, it, it so I think it's, I don't know who put it up, but it actually makes sense. It's almost like we're in timeout or we keep getting in trouble and like one person in the class fucks up. So then, you know, like that's what it is like stay in and this will be done sooner. Exactly. <laughs> like, right. So it's very I just I see like these pictures and I don't know what's photoshopped and what's not, but I'm sure there are people still going out and about and I, it just makes me so mad. I'm like, so angry. Yeah. Yeah. No. And I know, and I love how Ashley's very vocal about that. Like, I'm so happy that she's like, you know, like telling these people off, like, thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for doing that. But no, it's true. So, okay. So before we wrap up in a few, what, um, okay. I like to end it on like, what, um, oh God, what I got here. It's going to hard. Like, but what words of wisdom or advice or, or, or any of that would you give to, let's say, parents right now, whether it's a mother of whoever, parents of children right now who are at, a, at home with them every day and wanting to pull their hair out and losing their damn mind. I want them, Any advice? I want them to know that you're doing an amazing job yeah. and that there are no rules. Any, there are no mm-hmm. rules for how you raise your children in a pandemic. The rules right. do not exist. The limits do not, does not exist. And right. do whatever you need to do to stay sane. So if that is mm-hmm. tablet time, if that is screen time, if that is yeah. like crying in your closet and hiding from your kids by playing hide and seek, that's fine. That yeah. you are doing such a great job and that like you just know you're doing a great job, that there is no and, rule book. We were right. not meant to be teachers right. and mothers and taking full care of the home and working. 
Like, right. No, our economy works the way it works because we're able to rely on great teachers and caregivers Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. you know, domestic workers, as well as the essential people. And I hope that if we come out of this, when we come out of this, that honoring the value, valuing those people who do make our lives so seamless and you know, compensate them better, whether it's if you own this kind of business offering raises, whether it's paying mm-hmm. your people who work for you like we are, even if they're not mm-hmm. coming in because they their bills didn't go away magically. And then right. it's also let's figure out how we can take this on a macro level. That's why when I talked previously, I hope this is a reckoning for making our economy work for all of us versus work focusing on what the stock market is worth because I think we've really lost sight of how much we should be valuing the people we're not valuing. 100. You said that so well, 100% on, oh my God, on all of that. So in terms of, I guess, um, and I mean, I know you're, you're living right now currently with your husband, your kids and your parents, but for someone who's, you know, maybe single or, you know, kind of on their own and it's, and, and I know, again, you're not in this place in life right now, but how, how any thoughts, words of wisdom for them, you know, if they're kind of on their own and feeling lonely as ever, I mean, I know this is bringing up so much more anxiety and depression and it's terrible. Uh, any thoughts there? You're not alone. Um, yeah. You're not alone. I mean, we're apart, but it, it could be very easy to retreat. And mm-hmm. please, if you need help, like Crisis Text Line is like a really yeah. great resource that are helping so many people who are facing this. Like loneliness is actually like a very serious mental health issue. And our mm-hmm. last Surgeon General, um, Vivek Murthy, he did a great podcast on Tim Ferriss's podcast, uh, mm. great interview that I highly recommend listening to because he talks about like loneliness being really a pandemic in and of itself. So being lonely is normal. It's actually a very serious condition and Mm -hmm. it often starts with taking care of yourself and reaching out in whatever way that makes sense to you. So if it's picking one friend to set up uh, every other week, uh, Google FaceTime or Zoom Mm -hmm. or Google Hangout with, do that. If it's, you know, doing it with a small group of friends, right? do that. And my friend Becca has like actually started PowerPoint parties. So what what does that mean? She gets together a group of like five friends and they all get on a zoom and deliver a PowerPoint on something (gasps) they feel very passionate and very strongly about. Like about new, like about, current, no. current events or like and books or anything. anything. Want. So one talked about like why peas are like the best or the worst vegetable ever. Oh my um, God. That's one amazing. did one on like romantic comedies, like different things. It could be as serious or as like silly as you want them to be, but I definitely. People are getting for, creative. I mean, great. I saw Grace, Grace Atwood the other day did the, that was the best thing I've videos. ever seen. The, the, yeah. Oh my gosh like the friend she did a thing like where like all her friends were coming over but it really was her like it was <laughs> but people are getting creative you just have to like it's so hard but i guess not make the be- i mean yeah it is making the best of what is in front of you right now right yeah, absolutely trying at least just trying i mean <laughs> 
I mean, it's not, it doesn't mean we're always going to succeed, but we're trying, right? Oh my God. Oh my, I feel like I could talk to you for hours of like all this. And usually I know I end my episodes with a quick fire round, but we did that last time. So although maybe not, maybe we'll, we'll do a part three, but can you tell everyone about your podcast real quick? Cause we, sure. that wasn't around when we did the last no, one. No, it's finally here. It's called, Yay! it's called one smart thing. And I just like to share and break down one thing every episode and make it really yeah. short. Um, the episodes yeah. are about 10 minutes on average and they're just there to help answer the really kind of newsy things and the more lifestyle things. So everything yeah. from it's so easy to digest. Yeah. That's the, that was the goal. It's like, I wanted something that was very brief that you could kind of fit into your commute or just one small task yes. that you were doing um, easily into your life and just feels like you got everything you needed and you can just go on about your day. Yes, I love it. So everyone needs to download or subscribe and download the episodes and follow you on Instagram. I, I obviously I, it's it's just Hippopalapu on Instagram, yeah. right? Or is it? Okay. Yeah. So at Hithapalapu, I'll put all that in the notes, but thank you so much for doing this and taking the time. I know you are busy as ever right now. So thank you. We are hanging in there, but this was such a fun break in my day. And oh, I wish I I'm had so fun right now. And me too. I know she has to do some more work, but she and I, we're going to do a, a separate like FaceTime, maybe sort of Skype uh, wine date coming Should up. Should we do it like on Instagram live? <gasps> that would be so fun. I would love that. I think we should do maybe it. we will guys. And then maybe everyone can will. drink with us. Yeah. Uh, maybe we will stay tuned. No, thank you so, so much though. I really appreciate it. Awesome. And there you have it. Hope you loved this episode with Hitha. Again, if you haven't listened to our first episode, be sure to do so. I will link it for you so you can easily click and go listen to that. And I will link Hitha's podcast and her Instagram and everything else that we mentioned uh, in this episode. I hope you enjoyed this. As always, you can follow me at by Julie Lauren on all social media, especially Instagram, very active over on Instagram stories. And I hope you'll subscribe to hashtag no filter and rate it and review it and download the episodes. It means so much to me and it makes all the difference in the world. Hope you're hanging in there. I'm sending you a virtual hug and a virtual case of wine <laughs> and toasting you at my next happy hour. Uh, thank you as always for listening and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye-bye. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a car. It's the two-door coupe that was there for your first drive. The hatchback that took you cross-country and back. And the minivan that tackles the weekly carpool. For the cars you couldn't live without, trust Amica Auto Insurance. Amica. Empathy is our best policy. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba-go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.